W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. The I Don't Know Morning Show. Good Monday morning. Good morning. And welcome to your crack of dawn, laugh along, pass it on telethon with I Don't Know Radio. This is Fish Stick. I'm Jared. And this is an unusual episode because we're having our first ever charity event. It's for the cause. It is for the cause. We are collecting donations. Uh, we're going to be taking calls all morning. Hopefully the phone lines will blow up and we get some great donations to help benefit the cause. Absolutely. I'm really excited. You know, I have people all over Twitter, all over Facebook. They're hitting me up and they're saying, we hate you and you don't do good for the world. And I'm about to prove them wrong all on my own with your help. We're going to set the record straight that I don't know radio really is a good thing. So we've got, uh, we've got let's see, we got the professor out in the van. Mulch is driving around in his truck. Is Lulu out in the field? I have no idea. Okay, well, we'll call her later. But they're all going to be going out and collecting donations. So if you have something to donate that you think can benefit the cause, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines real soon this morning. Absolutely, and I'm really excited to talk to each and every one of you. I'm excited to see uh, just what kind of donations we can get and hopefully satiate the cause for a little while. It's going to be really good, and I think... I think we're going to have a big effect on the cause. I'd like to see that happen. Let's drop into our first commercial sponsor, and then we'll open the phone lines and start taking your calls. Whether it's holy matrimony or a funeral service, nothing says, I care, like a beautiful flock of white doves, right? The problem is doves are expensive, especially in this economy. It's like 300 bucks for just 10 of them. What if I told you there was a better way? You need Mothbox. For just $10, Mothbox will provide 1,000 beautiful pearlescent moths to release at your event. Doves would just fly out and leave like jealous lovers. Moths, on the other hand, actually care. You'll have these beautiful little dovelets hanging around for hours, creating a beautiful ambiance as they cascade over light fixtures, casting transfixing patterns of shadow all across the venue. All Mothbox moths are pre-vacuumed, so you don't have to worry about the dust. For a small additional fee, we can also scent or flavor your moths, tailoring them to the needs of your event. Super Bowl party? Why not some hot wing moths? Is that wedding cake I smell? No, it's just our wedding cake scented moths. Fan of NASCAR? Why not try our new motor oil or gasoline scented moths? So please... Call Mothbox today. 1091-WIDK. All right, and the phone lines are actually already blowing up, Jared. I know. I'm really excited. I've seen all these pretty lights. Let's click on one of them. Let's pop up one. All right, caller, good morning. You're the first caller into the Auto Radio Telethon. What's your name? Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? What, hey. What's your name? My name is Purvis. Purvis Grossman. Purvis Grossman. Nice, nice to have you on the air. Now, I want to make it clear right away that... I'm not a gross man, like my last name would suggest. I'm a very, I'm a very normal Christian, good, I'm a soldier for the Lord. I want you to know right off the top, <laughs> I'm not a gross man and I'm not a perv. I, Everyone, it's a common misconception. Even my family members think I'm a perv. They think I'm a gross man, but I'm not. That's just my name. I know. Hey, it's not your, um, if you're a soldier of the Lord, then you should recognize punish him not for the sins of thy father, right? You know what? I already, I already love you, man. I already <laughs> love you. I love this. Whatever this is, this dynamic, I love it. So, Mr. Grossman, hey, caller, what are you, what are you giving to the, the cause today? What do, you, what do you have to donate? 
I'm giving you guys one of my limbs. Whichever one is your favorite, you can have it. I'll send you pictures. One of them. I will not give you two. I will not. I need them, you know, for lifting things and, and transportation and whatnot. But you get one of them because I can make it work with three. I already did the math. I already did the math. I can make three limbs work. All right. I figured it out. I got my day to day already mapped out. And honestly, if you have four, you're just being selfish. Exactly. And I, and I love this show and I love the cause. So, you know, it's like wh- whatever. One leg, one arm. I don't care. Just I need two or the other. I just need two or the other, though. I can't. <laughs> I thought about 50%. I'm going to be honest. I thought about giving you guys two. And uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I tried. I wrestled inside. I was like, Ugh, I want to give you two limbs. I'm still thinking about it, actually. Hey, caller, just to be clear, can you name all your limbs for me? I got my my Twinkie arm. That's different from the regular ones. Guys, <laughs> I already feel you. I already feel you pulling away from me. Come back. Come back. Oh, we're here, Purvis. Don't worry. All right. Good. We're all together. This is, I can feel this right now. The electricity's back. All right. All right. The electricity is back. Regular arm. Twinkie uh, arm. What else you got? That's right. two. Twinkie. No, my Twinkie arm, that's metaphorical. We're not going to get into that. All right. It's a phantom limb. It was cut off at birth, but I knew it was there. I knew it was there. All right. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Um, so I got my two arms and I got my left leg and I got my other left leg. Don't think, don't, don't think of it. Just trust me. It's gross. Not all of us can dance. It's all good, man. Um, you mentioned too, that you, you really love the cause and benefiting the cause and the tone of your voice. I can just tell the cause has affected you, hasn't it? How has the cause been a part of your life? Well, I lost my house in 2008. Oh, I'm sorry. And then I rebuilt it. Nope. Don't be sorry. Cause it made me the man I am today. I lost my house. Then I found out that I never lost it. I just got confused. I forgot where it was. So I'm fine. But that realization affected me. And now I'm a back to a regular guy. What did, you, uh, what did you do with the second house that you rebuilt after you lost the first one? Well, I rebuilt a house thinking that I, I lost the first one. And then I realized I still had the first one. So now I just have two houses. Listen, oh, I see a really good opportunity here. What if, as well as the limb, you donate a second limb? Oh, I don't like where this is going. I don't like where this is going. I knew you would try to take it there. I trusted you guys in the beginning, but I knew you would. How no, about- I knew you would do this. This is why. I knew it. I, I knew it. I Ca- got to be you know, afraid of people. Caller, listen, listen, listen. I need you to calm down and listen for just a second. You have two arms. You guys are just you like got Derek. You two left legs. Just like Derek. And you got the phantom arm. Give us a leg and the phantom arm. The, the phantom arm you know. <sighs> could do so much good for the cause here's the thing here's the thing i know there's like 10 things in my life i need that phantom arm for so it's i know it's gonna it's gonna really mess some stuff up yeah, give me one example of what you're using the phantom arm well, for twinkies you already did no it's called the twinkie arm it's, it's oh my god it's like the holy ghost jesus they're the same thing oh you gotta have the trinity yeah okay i'm with you now yeah i see i'm a soldier for the lord so sometimes i gotta drop some references that's true. You know, it's like expected of me. You know, people talking to me and they're like, he's a soldier of the Lord. He's, why isn't he dropping Lord references? Maybe he's not that good of a soldier. So I got to like reassert myself. I got to be like, bam, I know what I'm talking about. I'm a soldier. I got a sword. Don't fuck with me. Anyways, any, oh God, don't tell the Lord I just dropped the F word. Don't tell him. Oh, Shh. 
Keep it between us, guys. Everyone knows God doesn't listen to the radio, because otherwise the earth would be smited down long before now. No, he just takes a lot of naps. That's true. Wait till he wakes up and see the shit that's been going on. He's going to be so pissed, guys. He's going to be so pissed. Wait, who's president? God damn it. Gotta stop taking naps. I mean, that's what uh, that's what happens when you take what was it? Uh, uh, Ambien. Yeah. Whoever, yeah. whoever gave God Ambien. His blood is made of Ambien, guys. His blood is made of Ambien. Hey, does does two left legs affect the pants you buy? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, it does. And I don't want to get into this. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna take it back here. This is why I don't trust you. Well, here's the you thing. Know, I try to trust you. I started to trust you again. No, no, we're, we're still with you, Purvis. Don't, don't leave us. Purvis Grossman, we are on your side, and we might be able to help you as you are helping the cause. If we take that left leg, one of those left legs, your pants problem will be gone. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Think of the money you'll save at the pants store. You'll just have to wear pants. Like, you won't have to get a pair of them every single time. And then I could make one sleeve work, too. Yeah. Don't even ask me about just that. Just think, if you had no limbs, how much money you'd save? Just throwing that out there. Oh, my God. Whoa, 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 this changes everything. I appreciate that you're trying to upsell, Jared, but I think you're putting putting Purvis here in a, in a bit of a no, rough spot. No. Fish stick, you shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. I don't tell the Lord I said that, too. Keep it on the deal. But I like this whole giving you guys all my limbs thing. I think I can make it work. Wait, yeah, this could work. I'm looking at all my clothes. I don't like those sleeves. I don't like those pant legs. God, guys, they're just noise. They're just... Ugh. They're distractions from your holy mission. Yeah, I could just do, I could torso it up every day. And the other part of I that is, that. if you stitch the bottoms of each pant leg shut and the bottoms of each sleeve shut, think of how many Bibles you can carry with you at any given time. Oh, wow. Those are basically That's just true too. big Bible pockets attached I, to your clothes. Gotta get more Bible pockets. That's true, too. That's so true. That's so true. You know what, guys? I like this, and I like where this is going. Well, I'm just gonna be rolling on down the road, guys, quite literally. Just me as a torso, rolling. So many songs now that have a whole new meaning for me. I, I, I love this. Not only are you making a great addition to the cause, because we know that they need limbs. They, they need, need limbs. The, the cause needs limbs. Number because. one most requested item. Absolutely. And also one of the hardest ones to give. So we're going to send uh, the professor down. I think someone else donated a bone saw, so we could probably put that to use. Uh, he'll be showing up yep. in the van, and he'll be yep. he'll be there. He yep. can take your limbs and box them up. Unless you can take them off yourself and pack them up nicely, that would be uh, very helpful. I could only take off three myself. That's a valid point, actually. I didn't think about the logistics of that. Listen, where there's a will, there's a way. He can show up and do the last one. I'll get all the heavy lifting out of the way. I got fat legs. I'll take care of them for him. All right, so he can just take take do the do the one arm. Yeah, and I got really I got really skinny arms. I got really frail arms. So it's going to be easy for him, okay? I get my fat legs out of the way. I got really fat legs and really little arms. I feel that. <laughs> so, I mean, I've got a weird-shaped body. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm a soldier for the Lord. He loves us weirdos. He says it's like you get more Holy Spirit or something. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know all the rules. You can fit a whole lot of Holy Spirit in your legs. That's the whole thing, so that you walk in the path of the Lord. It's like that whole footsteps poem. When there was only one set of footprints, you leave too. I understand. Only in real life, the sandy other footprints were slimy. It's a bunch of wet sand. It's gross. It looks like ooze or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't tell the Lord I swore again, by the way. Keep that between us. Don't, Purvis. I believe that your donation of all of your limbs is going to be enough penance for the sins that you've committed. And even regardless, we won't say a word to the Lord. The cause works in mysterious ways, as does the Lord. So thank you immensely for your contributions. No problem. That's 
the least I could do for the Lord and the cause. All right, Purvis Grossman, thank you very much. I will never think you're a gross man. In my heart, you're a great man. I think you're a little less gross than when you started. All right, bye, guys. All right, we'll, we'll catch you later. All right, I gotta go pick up my niece from school. Why'd I tell you that? Why'd I tell you that? Anyways, bye. All right, all right, goodbye. I'm just gonna, ha- I'm just gonna hang up. Just hang out. I can't. That guy's gonna give us all his limbs. I'm really excited for that. That I is, r- I could use a new back stretcher. All right. Wow. First thing in the morning, we have an incredibly valuable donation come in. We do. That's amazing. We're off to a roaring start with our first ever telethon, and the phone lines are still exploding. Let's take our second caller of the morning. What do you say? I say yes. All right. Good morning, caller. This is I don't know radio. Uh, hi. Hello. Um, long time listener, first time caller. Technically. Um, Wait. I'm calling. Yes. I know this voice. Is this Colin? Uh, it is. Hey. Hey, Colin. Uh, how's it going? Good. I, I see you decided to listen after last time we talked. Yeah, I've started. Uh, I've started going to bed earlier and waking up earlier so that I could hear the show. Um, and you know, Benjamin Franklin was right. Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy. Well, I'm not so sure about the wealthy part, but it does also give him the ability to listen to, I don't know, radio. There's some serious wealth there, let me tell you. And we are also going to be raising wealth in the way that we're benefiting the cause, which benefits everybody this morning. Thank you for letting me stay at your house the other night, by the way. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it, was, uh, it was actually, surprisingly, the initial shock, was once that passed, it was actually kind of nice. Yeah, it was fun. What do you have to, uh, to donate to the cause this morning? I have something that is just absolutely lovely that I feel like nobody necessarily really ever thinks about. You know that one hour that you spend right before you go to bed? Like, you say you're going to bed, but then you sit there for like an hour and your brain just doesn't shut up. It rolls through all of the most embarrassing things you said when you were in high school. Mm -hmm. Right, yes. So I am going to donate that hour um, for for everybody, but I'm going to give that hour because I think that the cause really needs some thoughtfulness. Um, I think it really needs some some extra time. I mean, you know, what would you do if you had an extra hour in the day? You know what I mean? There's a lot to do with an hour of quiet reflection. Right. I can think off the top of my head of at least a dozen people who really need an hour of quiet reflection. Oh, yes, for sure. I I can think of many people that could honestly probably use an entire day of quiet reflection. Yes, I am talking to you, Jimmy, from second grade. I know you're listening. Hey, I don't appreciate you. But anyway, you know, yeah, I I think that having an hour of reflectiveness could really help the cause and take it to the next level. Now, when you say um, that you're you're donating an hour for everybody, are you saying that that, um, you're going to be doling out – that hour from everybody to the cause, or you're donating that hour from your life to the cause to donate as it sees fit then amongst all the people who benefit from the cause? No, it is, it is everyone's. I'm, t- I'm, in a way, it's, again, it's, it's beneficial, right? It takes that hour away from us so that our anxiety can kind of have a break for once. The thing is the cause doesn't have anxiety, so the cause can just use that hour to reflect and think and plan, strategize, just be a little bit more prepared for the following day. Wow, caller. It, that's really, really thoughtful. And and I really appreciate the fact that you've called in here today with something like that. Tell me, how has the cause affected your life? The cause, I think, is one of those things where it gives you clarity. Mm. Uh, I also think that the cause gives you stability, which I think is something that in this day and age is very hard to come by. 
I think that uh, you know, if you when you when you look at your life, not to flip the question back on you, right? But if you think back to your time before the cause, right? Yeah, I feel like we all almost don't remember pre the cause. Mm. Uh, Dark yeah. hours in the void. It really is. It's just a it's a twisting mass of regret and strange feelings and the opposite of enlightenment. I mean, it's a lot like your preteen years, you know. Yeah. And it's also a lot like what life was like before the internet. But it's one of those things where it's like you, you almost forget that there were days before the cause. But then when you look back on it, you go, oh, wow. Yeah. Without the cause, life was a lot more tumultuous. And now, now it's just a little bit more clear and steady. That is probably the most succinct way I've ever heard anyone describe the cause. Absolutely. And it really resonates deep inside my body. It really does. It. I feel that. I feel that, Colin. Hmm. We needed that this morning. You know, this morning I, I needed that as well. I feel like you know I wasn't expecting that question, but you know it's a lot like when someone asks you to define what your life's mission is. You know, you have a moment where you don't actually think about it, and then once it is out there, you just sort of feel better. Yeah, and that's I thank the cause for that every day. Snaps. Colin, thank you so much for calling in this morning. Uh, we appreciate your donation. We'll send uh, we'll send mulch out there to come pick it up from you, and I'm sure that the cause will greatly benefit from that hour. Is that for the rest of your life that you, that you're going to commit to that? Um, well, it's for everyone. So from now on, we we will all have 23 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. But remember, that is an hour where instead of thinking, you'll just say, "I'm going to go to sleep now," and then boom, you're asleep, and you actually do. Wow! Right. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Colin, thank you so much for calling Absolutely. in. How's the ficus doing? I just have to ask before we let you go. Oh, uh, Micus the ficus, uh, it definitely died. Oh. Maybe we can get someone to donate in a ficus, and we can just divert that donation to you. Oh, well, that'd be, that's very lovely of you. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. We will keep in touch. We're going to uh, get to the rest of our callers this morning. Jared, so far, so good. We've got a incredibly highly valued and very useful things. We have, and and I'm so glad that we hired those people off the street to answer the phones and take some of these overflow calls here. Not everybody can get on the radio, but those who are, man, they're so generous today. It's amazing to get a chance to talk to these people who are donating things that are, frankly, irreplaceable, one of a kind, unique, obscure, and incredibly beneficial. So thoughtful. We're going to take another caller. We got one waiting on the line. Who am I kidding? We got hundreds and hundreds. Uh, Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello. How are you doing today, Fishstick and Jackie? Was that correct, Jackie? Absolutely. Yes? Yep, close enough. It's, oh, delightful. It's Jared, but he, uh, won't, he won't correct it. Hi, what's your name, caller? My name is Charles DeGeorge. I, I have called in today to offer my, my most prized collection. Oh, it's wonderful. Have I read your name in like a, some sort of literary publication? Because it is ringing a bell. Mm, yes, I have been in every literary publication published since 1942. I knew it! Mm-hmm. You'll, you might know me from my works of uh, Map on the Wall and uh, <laughs> Pole Full of Crumbs from Some Chips. Those were two of my most popular stories. I was a big fan of Fingerprint in the Dust Mark because who cleans up around here? I really liked that one. Oh yes, I, I understand. It was it was very very that was a very popular one. The intricacies mm. with which you described the universe within the skin flakes that we shed out of ignorance was just a, a beautiful passage. It really spoke to me. <laughs> Great piece in National Geographic. Oh yes, 
I love working with National Geographic. They really capture the reds in my clothes. Mmm, delightful. That was a, a, a deep pull for the photography nerds out there. Just wanted you to know. I wanted you to understand the, the glory of my references. Charles, mm. I am so honored that you've called into our little radio station. Yes. And you said you have something priceless that you want to donate to the cause? Oh, well, I wouldn't exactly say priceless. I have a collection of 14 Fabergé eggs that I am willing to donate to you. Today, I am going to donate them to you. In fact, they should be on their way to your studio at the moment. What, you, 14 Fabergé eggs. You actually, you even ship them? To, we got people running around in vans. They, they should be outside. Oh. They should be outside your door at this very moment. That's amazing. Jared, do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to go check? The, yeah, yeah, the, I'll, I'll go get them. Hold on. Yeah, because uh, I wouldn't really trust Mulch picking up 14 Fabergé eggs. I have a question. Yes. A man as yourself obviously has, has many Fabergé eggs, but where do you even get yes. Fabergé eggs? You get them from a Fabergé, of course. Oh, oh uh, of course. Hey, oh. The Fabergé, the Fabergé lays the eggs, and you, you collect them from its nest. You, these are beautiful. Holy cow. Wow, look at the colors. How the hell did they get here oh. so fast? Oh, that's magic, mostly. Dark sorcery. I've done a lot of, of study in my, my writing of my short stories. I've, I've studied a lot of dark magics. And, uh, and, and it's, it's led me to this quick ability to ship things. That's mostly what I use them for as a replacement for Amazon Prime. That must be really useful as a publisher, I would imagine. Oh yes, I get, I get my publications directly to my, my editors. All of those people very quickly. I do not even own a fax machine. Glorious day when I got to burn my fax machine to the ground. Oh, that was a wonderful day. It looks like mm-hmm. I'm looking at these here. You, Fourteen Fabergé eggs. It looks like there's thirteen and one hard-boiled egg decorated like an Easter egg. Well, what is this made of? Hold on, that that one is weird. What what is this? I figured that you would want to try a hard-boiled Fabergé egg yourself, but you wouldn't you wouldn't take the initiative to hard-boil it yourself. Uh, it feels it feels improper. So I figured I would do it for you. So go ahead and crack it open. Take a nice swig from that Fabergé hard-boiled egg. And yes, I do mean swig. Oh, okay. So probably should do this a little bit carefully. All right, Jared. Yes, yes. Oh God, it smells like like cumin. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do it first, Jared, or am I going to do this? Go for it. I, you know? Okay. <laughs> that is, um... It's powerful, yes? Yeah. Give me a swig of that. Uh, are you sure? Oh. <coughs> oh, I feel oh. powerful. Yes, you have You have adopted the power of the Fabergé. It is flowing through your veins now. Oh, gosh. Oh, I feel so strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know about yes, that. so fragile. Oh, God, it goes like, it goes right up your nose. <laughs> Oh. Uh-huh. Pass that, pass that egg back. You only left. This, this is brilliant, George Charles de George. Yes, the one, the only Charles de George. This is amazing, caller. I gotta know. This is this is arguably priceless. I mean, I can put a price on it, but it's arguable. How how has the cause affected you to to donate something of such value? Well, I I generally ha- play these uh, this radio program to calm down Fabergés. Uh, so that I can I can distract them while I harvest the Fabergé eggs from my from their nest and and really so I, I feel as though I owe the program 
um, quite a lot. And, and it's almost as if you own these Fabergés. You earned them. Uh, of course, I'm still only giving you a measly 2% of my harvest, but still... It's the least I could do. We should definitely talk about some business opportunities that uh, that I have lined up for the, a Fabergé farm, um, but we'll do that off air. Delightful. I would I would very much appreciate that because I have already mostly decimated the the Fabergé population. So if you could domesticate them, that would be greatly appreciated. Oh, my idea was more or less the opposite. I, I kind of want to take as many Fabergés out of the environment as possible, therefore increasing their value by making them more rare. Oh, oh don't worry. I'm already well on my way. Our building is pretty big, though. We could probably build some nice sustainable housing for these Fabergés. And these, if we hard-boil their eggs, their eggs, these could be the next smoke of colas. These things are... These will get you hooked. Smoke-a-colas? What is that? Have you never had a smoke-a-cola? I wish I had. What mm. What in the world? I wish you had as well. They had that big uh, class-action lawsuit semi-recently, um, but it's, it's a drink that boils at room temperature. So you both inhale it and drink it, and it contains high amounts of caffeine and nicotine. Um, but they were mostly known for their wide variety of flavors, such as... Um, menthol, radish, tobacco, Tabasco. Uh, they had the pastrami Reuben one for a while. Mm-hmm. Chicken, yep. Mm, delicious. We still have like one case left because we've been slamming them down since they got discontinued and made illegal. But these Fabergé eggs are right on par. I think if we infused them with some uh, some essential oils. This is uh, this is getting distracted, though. Uh, Charles DeGeorge, thank you yes. immensely for your contribution to the cause today. The Fabergé eggs are going to be so incredibly beneficial absolutely everyone at the cause is going to be so excited to see these eggs oh you you will they will love them and and don't be afraid to hard boil a couple others to share with your loved ones i might just do that i know we're not supposed to keep any donations but i i I think the cause could spare maybe two of these two of these 14 we'll work out the details yeah we'll give them around 10 how about that Okay, yes. Um, be aware, they're highly addictive. Even better. Thank you for your generous donation of 10 Fabergé eggs. You're, you're welcome. Have, have a good evening, Fishstick and Gerald. Thank you, Collar. Thank you so much. <laughs> I cannot believe that we actually got the Charles DeGeorge on the air. Yeah, that was a great caller. That is amazing. Uh, let's just jump right into the next one. That sounds great. Good morning, Collar. You're on the air. Hello, I'm Peppin. Oh, hi, Peppin. You're on that. Uh, you're on that show. I listen to your podcast. D- do you? If this is the right Peppin, do you do? We need to talk. Don't talk about that show on our radio station. Oh come on, Jared. He's gonna donate something. Listen, I have a severe issue with that. Well, you see, I'm from the show. Uh, Meter recommended I donate to something. I don't really know too much about the show, but hey, I thought I'd pitch in to the cause. So Meter is the one who suggested that you come at, call in and donate. Yeah, yeah. Meter's a big fan of the show, and uh, he's really been talking it up. God, I hate that guy so much. I know, Jared, you have this real issue with him that doesn't really make sense to me. Mueller's the worst human being on the planet. I, I think Peter's pretty cool. I, I don't know why you don't like him so much, Jared. Uh, you seem to have a grudge. Any fan of Mueller is not a friend of mine. That's all I'm going to say. What, what are you giving us? It's a little bit vague what I'm going to donate, but I think I'm going to no- donate a box of pizza. A whole box of pizza or just a pizza box? So, so a box of pizza. Uh, there's going to be a box, and the box will have pizza on the inside. How, how full is this box, Peepin? Uh, I'm not 
quite sure. Also, it's Pepin, by the way. But uh, it, you know, it's definitely gonna have a box. I mean, I, I thought maybe this is the best way to get rid of some Amazon boxes I've been storing up. So the box will contain pizza and. It'll be a box of pizza. Oh, so it's not even a, like a flat pizza box. This is You're talking an Amazon box just chock full of slices. I mean, honestly, it might be a couple boxes of pizza. I, I'm not really sure how many boxes I have. I mean, but I need to get rid of these boxes. And I know everyone likes pizza, so this is my best bet. Now, there is a... There's a wide spectrum of what constitutes pizza. Like, there's the uh, take-and-bake pizza where they have to make it themselves, or there's, like, Domino's pizza, which is basically just a box with cheese on it. And then there's, like, good pizza. You don't seem to know what kind of pizza you're going to be giving. It seems to be kind of secondary to the boxes. Am, am I hearing you correctly? So the box of pizza might contain a frozen pizza. It may contain an unfrozen pizza. It may contain a cooked pizza. It may contain week-old pizza. I'm not sure quite yet. I still haven't decided how to get that box of pizza over there. So it's all going to depend upon, you know, when you guys need this pizza. Bye. Oh, no worries. We will um, we will take care of picking up. We have people out in trucks. We got the professor, uh, Lulu, and Mulch out there. So you just box that shit up, and they will come grab it. It'll be like reverse pizza delivery. Exactly. It'll be, it'll be like reverse pizza delivery. Now, I'm actually really glad that you're offering us a, a variety of pizza, and even though they'll be able to pick it up soon, I still strongly encourage you submit a variety because that really, you know, the cause is very flexible, and the cause needs all sorts of options. The cause is a big fan of options. So wait, they're going to be picking it up soon? Yeah, is that is that going to be a problem? Okay, so maybe I'll just donate a box. Just, just a, well, no, you have time. You can... You don't have to, like, panic about this, Pepin. I, I, I don't know. The store's a little bit far away. I mean, I, I thought I had time to get a pizza ready, you know, just find one somewhere. But, I have uh, a great idea. How about a box of money? M- what? If you were going to buy a pizza anyway, just put the pizza money inside, and it'll be just like having a pizza, only more money. Well, I was kind of hoping, like, I just have leftovers. Like, you know, I get invited out to eat somewhere, and then, you know, my friend doesn't want to eat his pizza, so I just put it in the box. So it's kind of like not a pizza I would eat personally, but I could just put it in the box and give it to them. So, Well, you I know mean, what? There's there's an amenable compromise that we can make here, Pepin. I think, and, and a thing of equal value that you could donate is the promise of pizza. Ah. If if, if you want to be, be less time-constricted, because, you know, the cause doesn't really care about the timing, or space, or the laws of physics, or the needs of the people who benefit from the cause. So, just the promise of pizza would be good. Would be more than good enough. Just that's really Martin. Because what I could do is, you're right. I could just like write, "I promise you pizza" at some indeterminate point, and just sign it, and then that's my promise. Put it inside the box, and then you have your box of promised pizza. And that's honestly a gift that keeps on giving because not only are you eventually gifting pizza, but you're also gifting a surprise. You're gifting hope. I like it. I think there's a lot more value in this than you realize, Pepin. That's fantastic. You know, I'm ready to swallow my pride because of the cause and because of how much the cause really means to me and say, I don't hate you, Pepin, but that changes nothing about how I feel about Mueller. Mueller? I hate him so much. So I know you're becoming red. I I'm trying my best here. Now I got to know how has the cause affected you? So the cause has affected me in many ways, both spiritually, emotionally, and also just, just the, the way it reverberates throughout my soul. And this is just because, because it's, is the cause. It is the cause. The cause, the cause, because the cause. I, you know, the, the slogan, it's, it's right, it's, it does what it says on the tin. 
Yeah, and sometimes we like don't really look at words in the way that they should be seen. So I think this is really how we get to the ethymone of what his humanity. And you know, I think Jared, you should open up yourself to Meter because I think Meter would be willing to accept you back into his life. I don't know what kind of past you have with him, but I'm sure that he is willing to renegotiate the terms of your relationship. Never gonna happen. I think he's just mad because he sounds like him. Never gonna happen. I mean, like, that's a dead ringer for Meter, isn't it? I'm so sorry, Jared. Please don't hit me, but, like... Listen, th- your your job is on the line at this point now, buddy. He sounds completely different from Meter, and uh, contractually, I also dislike him uh, to an extent that exceeds the normal bounds of human distaste. I find the very essence of Mueller distressing on both a spiritual, romantic, sexual, and... What is that? Metaphysical. Metaphysical level. You know, I can agree with the sexual part. I mean, that, that's pretty accurate. But uh, now spiritually, me and Meter are very connected. And I think you guys should both give him a chance. All right. I'm done with this Mueller talk. So uh, that that's that's it for you. Good job. You donated something. I hope you feel good about yourself. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I do. I, I, I donated to the cause. You did, Pepin. Thank you. Thank you so much for your donation of a promise of pizza. This will be incredibly beneficial to the cause. This is going great. I'm really excited. Our, do we have a donation tracker up and running? Uh, I think they might have one over in the sales office. Okay. Let's go take a look at that. We'll drop into a commercial break and we'll come back with more calls. That sounds awesome. According to data from the CDC, 500 million children in 2017 alone have tried dabbing. That's three out of every seven kids experimenting with this dangerous physical maneuver. What seems like harmless fun can quickly become something much more sinister. Study after study has proven that what starts as simple dabbing can quickly turn to yeeting and, in some cases, flossing. If you find your child or the child of a loved one experimenting with dabbing, speak to them. They may try to claim it's for the vine, but be aware, vine is dead. In fact, vine died shortly after yeeting. Don't let your child face the same fate. If you find that your child is unable to stop dabbing and unwilling to listen to reason, feel free to exchange them at your local police department's dab take-back container and try again with a new child. Remember, even one dab is a dab too much. Brought to you in cooperation with the Council for Meme Safety and this station. And the I Don't Know Radio telethon to benefit the cause continues. It continues on and the benefit is great. They're rolling in. Really, it, it is astounding. The volume of calls, the quality of calls, the quality of donations. Uh, during the commercial break, the professor called me to say that he's coming back right now to empty his van because it has been packed absolutely full, so full that the wheel wells are dragging on the tops of the tires. So somebody actually donated a second van. Yeah, and I told him he didn't really necessarily need to try and fit it in there, but he did. So we're just going to keep rolling as we get callers in. Uh, the phones are blowing up. So good morning, caller. You are on I Don't Know Radio. Yes, good morning. Oh, hello. How's it going? It is going very well. How is it going with you? It's going great. May I ask where you're calling from? Yes, I am calling from Iowa. Oh, the home of the the potato. I think they were the state that invented the potato, right? Yes, we invented the potato. Ah, that was that was a good year. Was it like 1914? I was reading a whole book on this. It was actually 1912, but we didn't go public with it until the 14. Because Iowa has a whole culture of very thoughtful press releases, which is something that we honestly need throughout the rest of the country. Yes, yes, we should take our time and really make sure that we know what we're saying. 
I agree with you 100%, caller. What do you have uh, for the cause today? What would you like to donate? I would like to donate my grandfather's bureau. Your grandfather's bureau? Yes. It has been in the Canesta family for about as long as we can trace it back. It is a couple hundred years. Wow. Wow. Can you can you give me a description of this bureau? What does it look like? Yes. Well, it is a dark, dark wood, like a very deep brown, but not quite mahogany. Ah, like a walnut. Like a walnut, yes. It has two very, very grand-looking doors that have faces of horror etched into them. Etched is not the right word, but this is what happens when you don't plan out your press releases. Are they raised? Like, are these a three-dimensional, or is it a two-dimensional uh, faces of horror? They are definitely raised. Um, are they stationary? Uh, they do not move. Okay, good. We had one of those we had to reject. There are, at this point, thousands of faces across the bureau. Now, when you say they're not etched, would it be more accurate to say that they are trapped? Trapped is the right way to say it. For once you put someone in the bureau and lock it, their face gets added on and their body disappears. Wow. It is a great way to get rid of people you do not like. And you said this has been in your family for hundreds of years? Hundreds of years. Wow. Man, how has the cause affected you in such a way that you would donate some something so valuable? Yeah, how has the cause touched your life? Well, the the cause has been instrumental in sending me, let's just say, new friends. I have been able to connect with lots of like-minded individuals because of the cause, and that has helped fulfill some more primal urges in the past that sounds dirty but i don't mean it that way no that's that's fine i mean the cause is known for being so wide-ranging and networking and really bringing people together for for a common cause for lack of a better word yes i have to mention at your mention of your bureau and its functionality the representative we have here from the cause has begun vibrating rapidly and smiling very broadly Oh, that is very exciting. I do like to make the representatives of the cause very happy. It's honestly uh, possibly one of the most visceral reactions I think we've seen from him so far. You know, now that I think about it, this bureau may have come from the cause. There's a very good chance of that. Yes. I mean, the cause has been going for such a long time. It's possible that they created it and gave it to my family as a gift years ago for their service, for I understand that my family was once more deeply involved with the cause than they are now. So you actually have lineage that goes back to to the roots of the cause. That is my understanding, yes. We have not delved too deep into it, for we do enjoy our sanity. I understand. I completely understand. But, you know, it is really important. And your donation is in incredibly appreciated. Um, there is something that I, I want to ask, and I know this might be a, a, little, a little bit risky given the nature of your donation, but I've been, I'm being asked if you can check to see if there is a, an indicator that this might be property of the cause already. Um, and they say it, the, the marking would be located inside the bureau 
uh, on the back of the door. Oh, uh, yes. Let me go check. I will be right back. Sure. Uh, we'll just we'll wait for you real quick um, because, yeah, Jared. So if this is already property of the cause, um, I mean, we can count it as a charitable donation. Oh, yeah. That's a tax write off. Yeah. But also it's sort of just sort of a reclamation. It of, is. Uh, and it's really kind of a poetic almost that the fact that it, it comes full circle. Right back now. Uh, well, that's um, what you don't think. Okay. Oh, OK. Um, well, our representative from the cause just left very quickly. So maybe we don't have to send mulch. I have a hunch that he is probably headed down there right now. Uh, caller, caller, are you there? You, you, that was definitely him. You don't think? No, I definitely think. I think um, we need to move forward with this this telethon. We're going to move to uh, the next caller that we have. Good morning, caller. You're on I Don't Know Radio. Hi, my name's Corbin. How are you guys doing? Hey, Corbin, we're doing well. Pretty great. Great. I am so excited to be able to help out the cause today. Yeah, it's brilliant. What do you have? Uh, what, do you, what would you like to donate today? So, so me and my wife have been directly benefited by the cause. I, I think you could say that the reason why we've been blessed with uh, having so many children is directly because of the cause. But we just found out that my wife is expecting another child. And so today I'm, I'm happy to donate one of our children to the cause. That's beautiful. You know, and... That is a story that you hear again and again and again. It's it's almost as though like everyone in some way has been has been touched by the cause or blessed with children. Are you going to be donating the the newest child, the uh, the oldest one? Like what? It, are there any restrictions here? So 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 we have some options. So we have three kids already, and we have the new one. So it depends on if you want which one you think would be most useful. You know which one uh, based on their current characteristics, or with the new one, we don't even know what that's going to be yet. So if you want to kind of roll the dice. A blank canvas for the cause to mold. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we have three ones already. We have a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. They all have pretty good characteristics. What are their stats? Yeah, so the seven-year-old has, uh, is, his beanpole stats are off the chart. He's, he's very skinny and long, so he can crawl into small spaces if you need someone to do that. Or let's see, the, the, the four-year-old is very sweet, but uh, the other night she leaned in real close and said, I hope you die in a long, long time, like a thousand years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so, that one. So there's some darkness hidden in there, but it's also wrapped in sweetness. That, you know, that screams to me a perfect PR marketing director. It's true. She would be the most perfect person. Well, let's, I need to hear about this two-year-old. All right. So the two-year-old is like 90% potty trained. Uh, just yesterday, though, he managed to pee on his own face. Oh, mm-hmm. we've not, all been there. That I have tried and tried and tried and never managed to do that successfully. Yeah. And it was, he was even like sitting up so that he's got good, like pressure going down there. He's got like, <laughs> doesn't have a low pressure issue. <laughs> that is also very important because you don't want your, your plumbing to lose pressure. Yeah. So it depends on what your needs are. You know, the needs of the cause are vast. They're many. Yeah. Um, so I mean, as, as many of them as you, you'd be willing to donate We're we're game We're we're ready to accept the donations. And I mean, we understand too, that it is an incredibly personal thing that you, that you'll be giving, you know, one of your own children. So if you can't afford to donate more than one, we understand every little bit helps make a difference in the cause. Uh, you know, I might argue you can't afford to not donate more than one. That is true because the, the cause gives back in the form of um, fiscal flexibility. Yep, just, just kind of flexibility in, in my own life. And you know, we're, we're just kind of running out of space. And so... Oh, I feel that, yeah. yeah. To be fair, you can always make more. Yeah, exactly. We have one, one on the way. Who knows, like, what, what else we have coming down the track? So, like, we have a few backups right now. And so... We just uh, 
have just extra that we feel like we're in a place to give back. And you know, that's important because a lot of people, especially IT professionals, will talk about how important it is to keep backups in case one of your original copies fails. And I feel like people don't often take that enough into their own life, into uh, other areas of their life. So kudos to you, Corbin, for being for being fully prepared and, and really thinking this through. I still think that your four-year-old seems to be the most qualified. Uh, the representative we have here from the cause is smiling unsettlingly and nodding their head. Holding up four fingers. I think I think the verdict's in. You know, I'd like to make one request, caller, if you don't mind. Can we get the four-year-old in a first-round draft pick? Uh, I, I, I think I can manage that. As long as the, the four that the representative is holding up is for the four-year-old and not for all four children. I'm looking to the representative. They're, they're nodding. They're not blinking, but they are nodding. And their eyes are following mine. And my stomach's becoming upset. I think, I I think, think we'll just go with the four-year-old. Corbin, your donation is incredibly valuable to us. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to send Lulu over there to uh, pick up your child. If you can pack them nicely in um, maybe like a comfy cardboard box, something yep. so that in shipping. We have a lot of stuff that's in the vans that we're collecting from people. Great. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to poke some holes in the box. I'll, I'll dump in some Cheerios so you don't have to get it to unboxing her right away. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, because we also wouldn't want her tearing through any of the food donations that we're picking up, too. Pro tip, poke the holes first, then put in the child. Ooh, smart. That We had a whole safety meeting about that. Corbin, thank you so much for calling in this morning. Thank you so much for your generous donation to the cause. It's my pleasure to help out. All right, Jared, so far so good. This has been the best telethon we've ever had. Honestly, it has, and hopefully we can continue the train of giving. Uh, we've got... Uh, hello? This is where I sell something? Um... Not exactly, but come in, I guess. No, come on in. We we're, we love this energy. All right. You didn't have to show up. Well, I was. Uh, I live nearby. Um. Do you do you have something to donate to the cause? Yeah, I got two tires. Two two tires. Two tires from a from Caterpillar seven nine seven. Okay. You know you know that the oh yeah those are those big ones gigantic tires yeah yeah they use those and they lift them and they flip them to weight train yeah, yeah. oh like the things they build uh, kids playgrounds out of in the nineties yeah that was my idea but the city won't let me. So you're okay. So you're gonna so you're gonna donate them to the cause. Uh, yes. Cool. Y- you can have them. Well, that's pretty generous. Do you have them with you? No. Okay, that's fine. the The mulch is pretty strong. He can pick them up, right? I figured you might have like rode them down here. It's not hilly enough to ride them. I mean, yeah. I, you can get inside one, and go down a hill. That was my plan with them, but again, city won't let me. Honestly, mobility is is very important to the cause. So your donation is appreciated. And we, we've been asking all the callers. So even though you're not a caller and you're here, um, how has the cause affected your life? The, the cause? The cause that you're benefiting by donating here today. It, it's, it's affected so many people in so many different ways. Everyone I've ever talked to has been affected by the cause. I, I was just told that I could get rid of the tires by coming here. Well, that's true as well. The only cause I donate to is uh, tree pattern baldness. Well, funny thing, the cause is more far-reaching than you think because do you know who put together the tree pattern baldness initiative, the TPBIA? I do not. The cause. By, by donating these tires, not only are you benefiting the cause as a whole, but we can actually delegate your donation to go towards their branch, if you'll forgive the pun. Of, I see what you did there. If you'll forgive the pun, of their uh, Tree Pattern Baldness Association. I don't think we got your name when you came in to donate the tires. It's just Jeff. It's J- just, just Jeff. Jeff. Just Jeff. All right, Jeff. And you live right down the road? Right down the road. It wouldn't happen to be that the big place that's made out of storage containers. Yes. Okay, yeah. And the yeah. city lets you do that. Um, yes. 
We'll, we'll go with yes right now. They've been snooping around a lot, a lot lately since I tried to make that amusement park. Listen, Jeff, you've been you've been so generous here today. I don't want to want to want to talk out of turn here, but I feel like I myself have some pull in the in the city, and uh, I'll I'll work with them and see what we can do about uh, you know letting a couple things slide, if you will. All right, that'd be great because they've been getting on me about those uh, those uh, old train cars that I have there too. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, you know, backhoes out there and everything. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great amusement park thing. Won't let me do it. I'm still, still broken up about it. Does your amusement park have a name? Is it like Jeff World? I was going to call it Cat World after the cat excavators. Okay. But then they got mad at me too. So I was all out of ideas. Just call it Jeff. What? Jeff World just doesn't sound. No, no, no. Just Jeff. Just Jeff? That doesn't sound pleasing either. I don't know. Oh, the kids, you want to go play on Jeff? Yeah, I think I'd get the city on me another way after that one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll go play on Jeff. No, no, I don't need that. Old Jeffy doesn't need more trouble from the uh, city. I mean, I just got back into a church. I don't need that again. Hey, you do, you don't happen to know a um, Purvis Grossman, do you, from church? Uh, no. Phantom limb, twinkie arm, ring nope. a bell, nothing. That's fine. Thank you, Jeff, um, for your donation of these massive tires. $85,000 value. Where did you get them? Off eBay. Which is also owned by? The Cause. The Cause. Would you know it? I I guess I need to go on the internet and look up this cause. It's been enlightening for everyone here today. It has. We've learned a lot, both about our community and also about the generosity of our listeners. Jeff, thank you. Um, Are you just going to stay here? I got nowhere to go right now. All right. I can leave. It's it's good. Bye, Jeff. Um, All right, Jared. Man, that was weird, huh? Yeah, I'm really glad we got those tires, though, because now that Caterpillar that was actually donated without tires, we got a full set. We can put tires on it. I wonder if there's anything, any connection between. Definitely not. I don't wonder. Jared, let's take some more calls, you think? Yeah, definitely. Let's take a couple more. All right. uh, Caller, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, what's going on? Hey, caller. uh, Not too much. Just raising donations for the cause. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm so glad that uh, that you guys are doing this. I think it's a really good cause. Yeah, great. Do you have uh, something to donate? What's your name, caller? Yeah, it's Meter. Uh, excuse No. Oh, hey, Jared. No, How's- not you. You're not calling in. How's it going, buddy? I don't want to hear another word from... Whoa. Okay, okay. So next caller. So that was uh, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think we should never talk about that again. <laughs> Let's not. Let's just move right on ahead and take another caller in the I Don't Know Radio Telethon. Uh, good morning, caller. You're on the air. Okay, my name is Tom. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, Tom. How's it going today? Hey, Tom. What you got for us? Uh, I have actually something that's really special. There's only one of these. Oh. Wow. Yes. Donating something that that's that important and that rare. Yeah, and I don't know if you're going to auction this back off to raise money for the cause or what. But if you do, I think this is really going to help the cause. I'm excited. What, what is it? I'm dying to know. My rectal virginity. This is a very personal thing for you to donate. So I understand that, you know, tact and good bedside manner is important in this case. Yeah. I've been saving it for 15 years for the cause. I mean, I'm 17 and a half. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of self-restraint. I got to say. Yeah. 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 It was, it's been pretty tough. Like I went to prom. Yeah. I mean, that's what I say. Off like prom shorts. Yeah. I'm so excited for... For us to be able to, to present this to the cause and to let them know that Tom has been holding on to something for this long and there's only one of them in the world and, and it's gonna it's going to them, you know? That's really there's amazing. There's only one of them. I mean, there's loads of ways that your rectal virginity can benefit all of the people in need. Yeah, I was actually thinking that like maybe we could even live stream it on the radio website and all of your listeners could watch and Jared could hold the camera maybe because that's my fantasy. You know what? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put up a donation right now. This is my first donation of the of the day. There's gonna be a lot of them. This is the first one. I'm gonna volunteer my time to do that. I would love for you to do that. It's part of my fantasy. I mean, uh, it's what I've always imagined. I'm really glad to help the cause out because it's a very important cause and it really means a lot to me. Yeah. How has the cause uh, affected your life, Tom? My whole life, 17 and a half years, the, the cause has affected me. I mean, it took my grandma, it took my grandpa. They both died of the cause. It really has touched a lot of us in so many different ways. Tom, you are a saint among men. Thank you so much for donating your rectal virginity to such a, a noble pursuit. The professor will be there shortly. He's got a he's got an iPhone. He can stream that, right? We'll stream it to Twitter. Absolutely. I'll, I'll send him over the stream key. Yeah, like, uh, Jared, I need you to come hold the camera and lube. I'll be there. We'll be there. Thank you, Tom. Hell yeah. All right, bye-bye, guys. Catch you later. Jared, wow. Rectal virginity. I know. I'm, I'm really excited to see what our evaluators put that at as far as the dollar value goes. Man, you know what I love, Jared? What do you love, Fish Stick? I love the cause. You do? I do. The cause has been influential in my life. The cause is the reason I have this radio show. The cause is the reason that I'm able to do this, and it feels really good to give back. It does, and, and giving back feels great across the board. I think everybody can resonate with that feeling. Why don't we give back real quick and run a quick promotion for a podcast we like? That sounds great. If you like this podcast, check out some of the other shows in the Podcast NH Network. What's up, guys? Welcome to The Plunge. My name is Riley. And I'm Davis. And we are The Plunge Podcast. We are three college kids on a quest through life to try to figure out how to become adults. Talking about love and getting rejected by it mostly on Tinder, social media, and the real world. So if you want to follow us on our journey through life, you can follow us on Twitter at Plunge Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at The Plunge Podcast. You can listen to us on all streaming platforms. And last but not least, you can find us on PodcastNH.com. For more great podcasts produced in the Granite State, visit podcastnh.com. 1091 WIDK, the first ever I Don't Know Radio Telethon, and we are just slamming through collars left and right. We are, and it's really exciting. We've raised so much right now. We got that tracker up and running. Let's take one more call before we actually update people on what that amount is. All right, uh, and caller, you are on the air. I Don't Know Radio. Hey, guys. How are you all doing? Good. Great this morning. Doing awesome. What's your name? Good. My name is Dukes. I'm calling in from uh, all the way from Midwest, St. Louis, Missouri. A big fan over here. Uh, fans out in the Midwest. You must be listening to our stream then. Yeah, we uh, we're snowed in at the moment. And uh, what better way to to hang around the house? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Just listen to I don't know radio and call in and presumably donate something to the cause, right? That's right. And I do have a donation. That's the point, right? Oh, yeah. What you got? OK, my donation is uh, probably doesn't fall in line with most of the other donations that you guys have gotten. But that's a pretty fucking wavy line. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking I have a tidbit of information slash request that I would like to put out there into the universe for the cause, if possible. All right. I'm listening. That request is two parts. Number one, can we make the word uncredible a legit word? And I don't mean incredible. I mean, un with starting with a U-N. Can that be a real word? It should be. I think so. Done. Secondly is, can I make a request to bring awareness to openly uncredible people and sources? I think it is something that is not thought about often, but also at the same time secretly needed in, in, in today's world. I wouldn't even say secretly needed. I would say ostensibly needed. The thing is, is today everybody is worried about digesting or consuming these sources that they might that might be uncredible right right well what about 
the sources that are openly saying to you, we are uncredible. Is that still okay? Is that something that people should still consume? Should it go away? Many conversations I've heard on this point. What do, you, what do you guys think about this? Well, you're entering kind of an uncredibility paradox, because if you tell people that you're uncredible, how can they trust that you're credible enough to be believed credibly that you're being uncredible? That's actually a very good point. I had, did not think of that. But where I'm coming from is if we say that we're openly uncredible, shouldn't that automatically cancel out any thought of creating a credibly uncredible source? I think I'm following you. I think I'm with you on this. You know, we have a representative from the cause here. Um, hey, representative, can we do what the caller is saying here and make uncredible a word? Is that something that the cause can work towards? We're, we're getting some nods. Okay. My question is this. We have all these words today that start with un, right? Right. You and I mean, like uh, untie, undo, yeah. and most of them are the reverse or the opposite of doing something, right? Well, why isn't uncredible a descriptive word? I don't, I, I'm just, I'm lost. Right. The uncredible Hulk would just be like if the Hulk was selling you taxes. The common <laughs> tax fraud. That's what tax fraud means, Hey, right? kid, you want to buy some taxes? <laughs> Beautiful. So is, is the donation that you want to make more of a request that you have the cause make this a word and that would be the donation itself? Is that what you're getting at? I think what I'm getting at is my donation through the request. My donation is to bring some kind of awareness to enjoy some uncredible sources, some openly uncredible sources. I think I'm just to the my donation to the cause is to tell anyone listening out there that through all the news and stuff that you are digesting these days, it is OK every once in a while to go down the openly uncredible road if that makes any sense a tidbit of wisdom donated to the cause yeah i'm mm -hmm. with you on that i think that'll benefit a, a whole lot of people and I, I have to ask because we've been asking everyone how has the cause affected your life so far the cause as a whole i mean it's something that i think about every day oh don't we all uh, yeah i mean and you take every single different piece that is brought together and you put it all in together in one i don't even know can you even describe it can, can you describe the cause as a whole I mean, it says on their slogan, as, as I mentioned, the cause is the cause because the cause. That's what I'm saying. I love it. I and mean, that's what they teach you in school. It's everything. And you know what else is a part of everything? Uncredible stuff. I feel that. Sometimes you just need it. <laughs> you know, you yourself sound uncredible. You, you yourself sound anything but credible, if you will. You know, I would suggest that if you were to search in those words that you just said, anything but credible, I bet, I have an inkling, I think. You might come across some interesting stuff. So I'm going to Google anything but credible and see what comes up then. Thank you, caller. Thank you, guys. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you having me on, accepting my call, and to the people out there. Every once in a while, just dip your toes into the uncredible water. Just a little bit. That's all. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, caller. You heard him. Drop your credibility. Take it off right now, Jared. I'm looking at you. Oh, I'm taking it off. Oh, Here my it God. Comes. Yeah, look at that. All his credibility. Man, raw. His credibility just came right off. Hey, guys. My name's Jared, and I'm your boss, Jared. We're here with Fishstick. Say something. Hi, Jared. You're being very sensual. I'm excited because we've now broken the $1 million mark. Have we really? We have. We've got enough contributions to surpass a $1 million. We have, and for a first... 
for a first telethon. That is absolutely unheard of. The cause should be satiated by this point, hopefully, and we're just going to keep the giving going. We will. Let's take another caller. Let's take another caller. All right, I'm going to pick the, the second one from the top. Uh, good morning. You're on I Don't Know Radio. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, caller. How are you doing? I am doing really well. It sounds it. You sound like you're in a good mood. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from the middle of a cornfield right above a post-apocalyptic bunker. You sound like a, a person who's always prepared. What do you have to donate for the cause today? The best thing. Existential nothingness. Oh, brilliant. Oh, wow. Sometimes the best gift to give is the gift of less than nothing at all. Hmm. The gift of knowing that in the scale of the universe, your life is meaningless. Oh, yes. That the very particles that make you up are just recycled garbage that have been passed through millions and millions of iterations of other items that were probably better served and better service to the universe than yourself was. Hmm. That's a very, very poignant gift. Agreed. The space between particles that both exist and doesn't exist simultaneously. You are indeed on the right path. The space that is in between spaces, the space that no one can even see. Wow. I, I think I think the cause will be able to put this to better use than anybody, really. What better to put it towards than this? I don't know, radio. It really is. It is going to be amazing because, you know, the cause benefits so many people and affects so many people that sometimes it's easy for things to become egotistical and overblown. So to really humble things down and get a, a good perception of scope and scale, something as grounding as the gift of existential nothingness is more than a lot of people realize. Every telethon gets like, oh, I'm going to give a $50 donation or a $100,000 donation or some gold bar or something. Right, or Oprah gives you a car. Exactly. Nobody else is like, you know what, I'm going to give them existential nothingness. Does that come in a Ziploc bag or a box? Oh, it comes in Glad Force Flex. <laughs> this telethon sponsored by Glad. There's nothing more reliable than Glad Force Flex. Don't get angry, get Glad. Nothing can rip through Glad. Not even nothing. I'd say we'd have Mulch come and pick that up, but I think he's already got it in his head. Yeah, you've given a gift that is instantly transferable, too. Yeah, I don't even got to pay for shipping or anything. Good God. Obviously, I mean, you seem to have put a lot of thought into this. What has the cause done for you that makes you want to give them something so meaningful? It makes my crops grow. It makes me grow rich, yellow, almighty corn. Mm. The almighty corn. Now, is this a... An edible corn, or is this uh, an ethanol? Uh, what, what exactly is the purpose of the corn that the cause is helping grow? How do I put this? Invisible corn? Oh. Corn that cannot be seen with the naked eye? Mm. You know, go along with the existential nothingness. This is a little bit off topic, but uh, I recently went to a new restaurant that opened up in town, and I had uh, invisible corn, and it was probably one of the most delicious things I've ever had in my life. I had it popped. I was going to have the invisible corn nuts, but the nuts were still visible, so that was a bit off-putting. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's kind of the least successful one. One of the more successful ones, though, bef unfortunately before the lawsuits and such, was the smoke-a-cola drenched invisible corn. It was really good, but, you know. Oh, I didn't even know they made that. We had a sponsorship with them. Wait, are you serious? It was regional? Yeah, apparently, because we didn't... Oh, did you say it was Smoca-Cola drenched invisible corn? Yes. Yeah, that's why. We were in with their beverages division. Ah. Yeah. You don't happen to have a pack of that, do you? Not that I'm suggesting that if you did, you shouldn't burn it. Not that I'm suggesting that if you did, it would be illegal. But if, if you did, would you let me know? Hypothetically, hypothetically, if I did, would you mind sending your address? Hypothetically, mulch is on the way. Hypothetically, there will be a large corn symbol in the sky. We'll look for the, the corn, uh, cornagon, corn, uh, 
What is the word? Cornucopia? No, that's a good one, but that's not the one. The corna, <laughs> cornopedia, cornamobia, the fucking, well, the thing that airports, it spins around and is like, don't fucking hit this thing. There's a big light on it. Oh. What is that called? Tower. <laughs> yeah. Cornora borealis. The aurora cornealis. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, yes. We'll follow the aurora cornealis straight to you, caller. I don't think I caught your name. It is actually George. George. Wait. The George. Depends what you mean by the George. Ready, set, fire, one, two, three, George. I have been found. The biggest supporter of I Don't Know Radio, and especially <laughs> the I Don't Know Radio Twitter feed. George, it's an honor for you to call in and donate to the telethon. You may have given the cause the gift of nothing, but you have given us the gift of one retweet many times, which is more than we get often. That's actually my exercise for the day. Oh, re- reaching out that finger to tap that uh, the little the little retweet button. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, George, your boss, Jared, here. Really appreciate the support for the station and for, for all of my endeavors and everything that I've done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Jared, where's my check, buddy? Uh, we'll, uh, we can talk about that off air. So we should probably take another caller. Oh, oh, it looks like the call dropped. You know, Jared, I just noticed every single call that we've taken on air has been a dude. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been really great to see such a great outpouring and outreach. I think the cause does affect men a little bit more than women, but... We should move on and take some more calls, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I'm going to pick the third one down on the switchboard this time. Let's see what's going on. Uh, caller, you're on the air. I don't know, radio. Yeah, greetings. Hello. Hi, caller. That was a hi. There's a decent burp. I would give it maybe a two. No, yeah, it was just a coffee burp. Is that your donation to the cause, or do you have something else that uh, you would like to donate today? Um, so I'm supposed to donate? Yeah, this is. Uh, you've called into the I don't know radio first annual telethon. Oh, okay. What? Um, what did you think you were doing? I've I've never donated before. I mean, well, I've donated once. I've donated my sperm to Mensa. I can probably do the same for you guys if that's what you want. The cause is it needs all all sorts of things, anything that you can give, really. So if if that's something you'd like, I don't think we can necessarily have like the professor go collect that. But if you can package it up nice, yeah, I don't know what what it's like to ship that with the costs. Oh, we'll have someone come and pick it up, but we'll I'm just, pick up your package. Oh, then yeah, I can probably work something out. Yeah, I mean that would be good because the cause needs you know, more people and what better thing to donate than the ingredients to make more people. Is this, this is like a podcast, right? Or, well, it's uh it's kind of like a podcast, but on the radio, uh, you, you can pick it oh, up. For, what's, what's the, what's the radio? It's, oh man, kids. How old, how old are you caller? I'm 16. What's your name? Um, I prefer not to give my name. What's your name? Oh, my name, my name is fish stick. Is that, is that Swedish? As Swedish as Swedish fish might be. But the main thing you don't know what to rate kids these days with the radio. No. You know what you should do to raise money? What? Well, when I need money, I just like sell things on eBay or perform like several non-sexual favors on Craigslist for strangers. I actually have a fun fact uh, that might even educate some of our other listeners. Did you know that Craigslist and eBay are both owned by the cause? Wow. Yeah. Well, really... The people who own those websites are high-level representatives of the cause. It isn't right to say that the cause owns anything. True. Can you uh, excuse me while I hydrate really quick? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Feel free. Um, I'm parched. You can hydrate through whatever your preferred method might be, whether that is uh, intravenous drip or... Osmosis. Osmosis, yeah. 
Now, I, 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 I do need to know, has has the right. satisfa- satisfactory? Yeah, that's all right. It's just water. Fair enough. Has the uh, has the cause affected you? Well, causes always affect me. That's that's what they do. There's a cause, and then there's an effect, right? So probably, if, whether I'm aware of it or not, it's it's touched all of us at some point in our lives. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that means, but sure. What are they teaching in schools right now? Well, right now we're um, learning about the environment and you know plastic pollution. That's another fun thing. Did you know that actually the cause is um, the leading provider of plastic pollution? Wow, that's that's not good, man. Well, no, but they're also the leading provider of pollution relief. Oh, that's that's good. They're working both sides of the field to try and make things happen. Yeah, do you know how many straws there are in the ocean right now? Seven. Yeah, you got to stop throwing your straws in the ocean. I know. I've I've been really bad lately. I I keep my straws in buckets, and and once a month I take them down to Hampton Beach and I just pour them in. Yeah, that's what I used to do. I mean, I didn't have the bucket method, but I just go and chuck it in there but they were like this is bad and so i was like okay i won't do that well then what are the turtles using to drink their seawater that's true that's yeah that's a valid point listen we really appreciate the the donation of whatever you donated um se- uh, semen and guttural noises i mean i'd like to do more but yeah let's take this to the next level what else what else do you think you can give to the cause well i'm actually Expecting a couple of Mormons to knock on my door any minute now. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe we can plan it so that um, when we send the professor down to pick up your sample, uh, maybe he can talk to them about donating some Mormonism. Well, I was just going to say you can, you know, take them, but... Hey, who knows? Wholesale. Maybe we could do something like that. That's true. Yeah. There's nothing better than the gift of giving someone else. Yeah. Well, caller, caller with no name, the horse with no name, America, great album. You can call me um, James. Oh, all right, um, James. It was it was great to have you. Thank you, um, James, for your donation, and uh, we look forward to coming to collect on those donations and bring them to the representatives of the cause. And you should rest easy at night, knowing that you have helped out one of the biggest, most influential, most beneficial organizations known to humankind. I'm I'm excited, guys. This has been a very good day so far. At, at the ripe old age of 16, you're doing a lot for the world. Keep your chin up. Okay. Thank you, um, James. Goodbye, uh, fish stick, was it? Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, I gotta go. They're knocking right now, so I gotta go. All right, yeah, you do that, and we'll drop into our last commercial before we wrap up the telethon. Come on down to Renadad. We got all kinds of dads. Sports dad, disappointed dad, lawnmower dad, more dads than you can shake a stick at dads. Need a dad to walk you down the aisle? We got hourly rates for the most fatherly of figures. You want a girl dad? We got them. Dads for all occasions. Tuck you in at night. Give you bad advice about your car. Fart at dinner and blame it on the dog. Rent a dad. Dad's the way I like it. It's I Don't Know Radio on 1091. Wow, so we really had some amazing donations this morning. We did, and it's really a shame that we're, we're coming to the end here of, of our time at the telethon, um, but it's been so exciting. And incredibly productive, even more than our listening audience knows, because we've had our, our sales department, our production department, everyone taking calls off the air. We have, and, and there's actually one of our, our callers was taking up so much time, they finally got everything through We've now passed the $2.5 million mark. 
one donation pushed us well past that mark. And wow. What was it? It was actually the Earth. No shit. Yeah, they donated the entire planet. That's the one thing that the cause didn't have. It's the one thing that it really needed, too. Yeah, because now with the Earth, Craigslist, eBay. That's the big three. That is enough to secure the cause's hold on all of the people that it benefits. It is. And the best way to save the Earth is to possess the Earth. And honestly, you know, I just I want to say thank you to all of the people that have called in to donate today as part of this telethon, all the people who have made donations of things that are near and dear to their hearts and very important. But more than anything, I want to thank the cause. Yeah, the cause is really why we're here today. Uh, and it's it's really why we're here at all. Thank you, the cause. Fishstick, what was your favorite thing donated here today? It's got to be a tie between these Fabergé eggs, which I am absolutely hooked on now. It was so nice of him to donate five of them. Especially from the world-renowned Charles DeGeorge. I had no idea that he listened to this show. I didn't either, but man, it's not surprising. Aside from the Fabergé eggs, it wasn't one of the calls we took on air, but it was one of the ones that had our, uh, one of our salespeople tied up for like 45 minutes, and it was this guy who was trying to donate all of his internal organs, but he was removing them throughout the course of the phone call. Mm -hmm. And like, I appreciate the generosity of that gift, but he was making it really hard to get through the thing. And by the end of it, the salesperson was crying. We had to send them home. The good news is that that box of organs is headed straight to the cause. It's really exciting. It's weird that he started with the heart. You think he might've started with something non-vital, but you know what? The generosity, never going to look that gift horse directly in the mouth. And I don't want to say that he didn't have his priorities straight because he did. He's donating something important to the cause. But well, you'd think you would know not to start with the heart. I mean, think, come on. But you know what? Don't knock it till you try it. What about you? What was your favorite? Uh, my favorite was definitely the Nalgene bottle full of liquor. There were six different liquors all combined. And let me tell you something. The cause going to put it to good use tonight. The cause is going to have a good night tonight. The cause is going to have a good year. I think between all of the things we've collected today, the cause should definitely be satiated. I think at least until our next telethon. It's more than fitting that we wrap up this first hey, ever. I just, real quick, I want to donate something. You want to donate something? As Jared, I want to donate some Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush! Congratulations! That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back. And you spent it listening to this garbage. If for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire, subscribe on iTunes and share it with all your friends idkradio.com